Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris. We are live, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's show. Thank you. It's great to be here, and I'm looking forward to presenting a few more Harris Rules as we anticipate our upcoming uh, new book release, Harris Rules. And I just wanted to remind them about HarrisRulesStore.com. If you haven't picked up your $25 store credit, you should do so. And uh, I've got a couple shout-outs on the Facebook page when you're ready as well. Before we get to it, I want to let all of you guys know we have a sponsor for the podcast, Firepoint, um, Firepoint.com. And we were thrilled to have uh, them as a sponsor because it, they answer the question that we get from so many of you about which CRM you guys should buy. It's like, I mean, we talked about on yesterday's show, people always, agents always ask the same question no, longer, no matter how long they've been in the business. And, you know, guys, the reason – how you'll know if you should upgrade or change your, C, uh, your CRM is if you're using it or not. And so many of you, you ask the question of us, which CRM should we be using? And we always ask, which CRM are you using? And you'll say, well, I've tried this and I've tried the other thing. And so you've got to ask yourself why you've tried different CRMs and why you aren't continuing to try them. And sometimes you'll, like, rationalize, well, it, it's too hard to use it. I mean, I, look, I don't want to name names, but back when Julie and I sold real estate, we, had, we went through the two big CRMs back then, and we didn't use either one of them because they were just such a pain in the ass to use. You had to go through different – you guys don't have talking about Too many screens, to too much figuring too it out, not screens, very intuitive. Exactly. Not very intuitive. You couldn't do things quick. And, hell, guess what? Just going to a piece of paper was better. It was just poorly designed software. And so a lot of you know that over the years when you've asked us which CRM you, uh, we would suggest that you use, we wouldn't give you a recommendation because we didn't like any of them. That's the truth. Until we came across FirePoint. You guys got to check this out. FirePoint is a really, really cool uh, CRM, and the the reason I like it the most is because it pulls in other like you got some of you who are doing different forms of lead generation. You don't track any of it, and then if you were to try to track the track it, you'd have to log into five different websites. So I'm talking about pay per click. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about that, just to track your efficiency of your ads and your lead flow and all the rest of it. Well, FirePoint does all that in one application, and when I saw that, that was. That was like the no-brainer. I finally had found the CRM that I felt comfortable endorsing. So you guys need to check it out, uh, firepoint.com. So, Julie, I think you have some shout-outs from some folks on Facebook, I believe. Yes, our private Facebook page for our Premier Coaching members. And today, Tim, that page is dripping with referrals. I think there's four or five. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, I believe, two in California. There's one in Idaho. There's one in Ohio. And no, Idaho, Iowa, and Ohio are not the same place. So for those of you who live in California without going referrals, make sure you know where you're sending them. Uh, let's see, Amador County, California, San Bernardino, California. So that's one of the many benefits that we have with our private coaching uh, clients is you guys get to know each other via the Facebook page and really support each other. And there's a lot of uh, back and forth business going on. So in addition to that, Roberto Abalker has gotten his pre-listing package done I really like what he did with his banners. That's pretty cool looking. And he did the cascading pages properly with all of the right content. Oh, I saw Looks that. Looks fantastic. Yeah. Yep. And he also the has his whiteboard. Yeah. Yes, the blue one. Looks great. 
Yeah, it, I thought it looked great too. Very, very well laid out. Perfectly. I, I know we did it for him. I, I'm sure he was one. Uh, he's someone that Jovell uh, prepared. But man, do those look nice? And he did a, everything was in blue and it matches his folder perfectly. And you know, it's cool. I can just tell when they, Julie. I love it when I see our members uh, post the completed PLPs on our private Facebook page. Because I remember to this day, even though it's been like generations ago for us, I remember when we finally got ours done. So the pre-listing pack that you guys are using took Julie and I probably almost 10 years to figure out how to put together in terms of what pages and what it should say and which order the pages should be presented in, all that stuff. I mean, we created that, and it took us forever to do it. But I remember when we got that done, I was so excited. And what we did is the same thing I ask all of you guys to do, the same thing Roberto is doing. We ask all of you guys to print out like 20 of them. And they just leave them there where you can't hide from them every day. Because <laughs> remember, a pre-listing pack and, it, you know, assumes that you're actually setting listing appointments and going on listing appointments. And if you have a bunch of pre-listing packs sitting there, they're sort of staring at you saying, get on the phone, set some appointments, what are you doing? <laughs> so look, guys, get your pre-listing packs done and absolutely positively get a whole bunch of them pre-made like Roberto is. And then get on it. Don't wait. The pre-listing pack is going to be the thing that's going to do most of the heavy listing for you on the listing appointments. You absolutely positively want to get your PLPs done fast. And that's one of the first things that all coaching members must do is get their pre-listing packs done. And remember, guys, if you need help doing that, no problem. We have um, someone on our staff, Jovelle, that will do those for you. So all you've got to do basically is go to the private Facebook page, and her information is right there at the top. And just engage with her, and she'll knock it out for you. So no more excuses. Get them done. Anybody else you want to acknowledge, Jules? (laughs) That'll do it for now. And then, of course, later <laughs> okay. on my premiere class, I will, I will pull out some more and make sure that they're getting all those referrals from each other. And if you guys missed yesterday's podcast, I thought that was pretty awesome, allthingsrealestatestore.com. Uh, listen to that podcast. Mm-hmm. There is a discount code there. And for our premiere coaching clients, it is also on the Facebook page. So lots of things going on. Uh, so we mentioned the pre-listing package. There's a, a resource for you to get that done. All the stuff that you need to support your business, you can find at allthingsrealestatestore.com. And then, of course, you've got our harrisrulesstore.com where you can pick up your favorite rule T-shirt, hat, or mug. So uh, I'm ready to get to some of those rules that we've been referring to whenever you are. Sure. Well, so again, guys, here's the the focus. And obviously, we have our new book that's coming out, HarrisRules.com. That's going to be in published and print, hopefully, within the next, um, I'd say, 30 days or less. And Miss Julie has, I think, unwittingly uh, agreed to do an audible version of that. Uh, she has no, she did not know. I had researched it ahead of time, knowing what, how much time you have to spend in the studio to actually do a really professional version of that. But she volunteered to do that. So for those of you who want the audible version, uh, go for it. We're going to have a special promotion for our podcast listeners for the book. Um, but anyway, more of that information coming in the next couple of weeks. But here's really what one of the the heart of one of the missions that we have for for you guys. One of the I'd say pillars of our coaching practice. Something else that nobody else will ever talk to you about, and that is truly profit. And uh, profit is one of those to- one of those things that's elusive. Profit is one of those things that if you don't plan for it, you're not going to have it. And what most not just real estate agents, but most business owners, most households, most everyone, the thing that they plan for the least is saving money and building wealth. And guess what? If you plan for it the least, you won't accumulate anything, and you certainly won't accumulate enough to purchase any properties to basically create a passive income. And so I want all of you to remember this. Please remember this. Julie and I literally came from nothing. 
And the advice that we're giving to you guys, the coaching we give to you guys, most of which we had to learn the hard way, but a lot of which we learned from some very uh, – we were very fortunate to have a lot of phenomenal people in our lives that, um, you know, that mentored us, that informally coached us. And one of the guys that did that for me originally was somebody that Julie and I met through Howard Brinton. And this guy was, I found out later, an honest-to-God billionaire. His name was Jim Duvall. He's since passed away. But you guys who have known us for 25 years, you'll remember Jim from the Howard Brinton events. He was one of the people that would show up at the Howard Brinton events that everyone would be afraid to talk to, you know, because he was so um, pointed in his the things that he would say. So I'm going to tell you guys something that actually happened. I was on a panel, and, and it was a panel. It wasn't a big group. It was only probably about 1,000 agents in this room. And the topic was like – I don't remember what the topic was, but it was like building wealth or I don't know, something like that, something to do with money. And the room was packed full of agents, and there was standing room only in the back, the whole thing. And I was up there with – I actually remember the names of the other stars I was up there with, but I'm not going to mention their names in case they don't want me to because what happened was rather embarrassing for them. So they were all – like I was sitting on the end. Howard or Amy had asked me to be on this, on this little panel at the last minute. I hadn't prepared for it. I didn't know what the hell it was. Some other star was sick or didn't want to do it. I don't remember. So there was this empty chair that she asked me to fill, and I did. And so um, I was at the end, and all these other stars were basically sitting next to me, and there were two mics. And every time there was a question, these stars would fight for the mic. Because if you guys remember the Howard Brinton days, it's not so different than nowadays when you have agents on stage. They all like to, you know, get in their two cents, which often turns into about $20. They like to talk is what I'm saying. Well, I didn't say anything for this whole thing. I just watched them fight for the mic because they all wanted to plus what each other said. They all wanted to be stars. They all wanted to say things that would try to impress other people. It was just a big ego fest. That is what it was. I didn't say anything. I was waiting for the thing to be over. It was like a half hour, 45 minute, you know, breakout session. You know, I just sat there the whole time, whatever. Just kind of looked over my shoulder at, at these, you know, grown adults fighting for mics, whatever. We were all sitting there, and it's towards the end, and then this guy walks in. Now, everyone at the Howard, Howard Brinton, you didn't go to his events and dress really formally. He gave us black polo shirts, and most other people were just casual clothes. I mean, it wasn't unusual for someone to walk around in jeans, but for the most part, let's call it semi-casual. Well, so in walks this guy who looks a little bit like a cowboy. I mean, that's, that's how I remember him. I remember him this day. I remember when he walked in. He just looked like a guy that probably just got done fixing a Chevy pickup truck, if you know what I mean, okay? So he walks in. He's, he's not in the back of the room. He's about three-quarters of the way to the back of the room, and he comes in, and he sits in an empty seat, and he just sits there. And uh, I didn't notice I didn't – I only noticed him walking in because it was towards the end and because he looked out of place. And I remember him walking in. And then all of a sudden, like, we're kind of rounding the bend. The, the little breakout session is about over. And then he raises his hand. Now, what happened – now, I didn't know who he was at the time. I remember him walking in. But when he raised – and remember, this, this whole event, this whole little breakout session was a little bit of a shit show with everyone asking questions, and there was no real organized presentation. It was just these stars trying to impress the people in the audience because that was the thing, right? So then this guy raises his hand. We, we, you know, the topic at the time was getting rich or becoming rich or whatever. And see, he, he raised his hand, and, and, then, and then he stood up. And remember, they, the uh, stars I was up there with, they had been fighting for the mics, okay? So he raised his hand, and then, um, you know, I, I remember the stars called, said, yes, sir. And then he stood up and he asked this question, and then he asked this simple question. He said, what is rich? <laughs> I'll never forget it. Now, here's what happened next, and this is what – this changed my mindset forever on really – and what hopefully you guys are uh, learning from us 
uh, this this was a moment of unbelievable enlightenment for me. I'll I'll explain it, and you'll say, well, why are you, you you you're overselling it, and I'm not, and I'll explain to you. So, what is rich? Then at at the very second he asked that question, all these other stars, there are four or five of them that are up on this panel with me, didn't say shit. And this is the first time these people have been quiet for 45 minutes, right? And they some of, they literally start looking at each other and trying to hand the microphone off. I remember they literally were trying to see who would take the mic because they didn't want to ans- ask the question and embarrass themselves in front of this guy. Remember, I didn't know who he was, okay? So um, I so I looked over. I said, "You, you know, I thought to myself, you people aren't saying anything. Here's a group of thousand people or whatever that want us to answer this question." So I grabbed the mic and I said, "This. And this is all I said. Rich is where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. That's all I said." The group in, that was watching, they uh, they applauded. The session was over, um, and uh, the, you know, basically, some people rushed the stage, and you know, then the group shuffled out, and that was the end of it. But before, between the ending of the event and between the group rushing the stage, the other stars that were up there with me, they started saying, oh, my God, that was such a good question. Do you know who it was that just asked you that question? Do you know who it was that just asked you? Oh, my God. I can't. You know, they're all like, and they said, that was Jim Duvall. Well, if I'm being honest, I didn't know who Jim Duvall was. And I was like, okay, great. I mean, it was Jim Duvall. Fantastic. And then I later found out who he was. I later found out the guy was an actual billionaire. I later found out the guy who owned part of the Florida Marlins. I later found out the guy who was a financier for Howard Britton. I later found out the guy owned massive amounts of natural resources, and uh, he owned uh, uh, gas pipelines, oil pipelines. He owned this he, massive – He owned walnut trees, right? Wasn't that him? I was about to say that, yeah. He, yeah. he, he owned walnut – not just trees. He owned these, like – Forest full of walnuts, walnut trees. So, so here's what happened. It was probably 90 days after that event ends. I'm at home. I'm at my desk. I'm doing my real estate thing, and the phone rings, and it was him. And, it, and I knew his name. Again, uh, I had learned subsequently who this guy was. Didn't think of it, thought whatever, you know, and he called me up, and then he said, Hi, Tim, this is Jim Duvall. And and I you know you might and I was like he didn't even say you might remember me or anything like that but I instantly knew who he was and then we had then we had this really weird very short conversation and what he was doing is he was trying to find out if I was full of shit or not I realized that in, in, in retrospect and then what we started doing is we started having these conversations sometimes they would only be short three five minutes he would just call I never called him he always called me he'd call bomb me out of the blue which would always take my breath away because why was this guy showing interest in me. And then over the next probably two or three years, when we had all these very short conversations, I started to ask him questions. I wanted to know how he did it. I wanted to know because I knew at that point from talking to other people that he had been an Indiana farm boy. I knew he did not come from money. I know he was an actual listed billionaire. I know he was the only billionaire I actually knew who was giving me the time of day. I had known others, but only in passing. So here it was, this, I, this guy had expressed interest in me, was showing interest in me. He wasn't formally coaching me. There was no sort of father-son thing. It was nothing like that. It was just sort of like he was bored. Maybe he saw my phone number and his caller ID. I don't know. But here's one of the questions I asked him. I asked him, why, how did he go about doing it? How did he actually go about accumulating uh, enough money to become a billionaire? Because to me, in my mind, that was just like, I don't get it, you know? And here's what he told me, and here's what I'm telling you, and here's what's in Harris Rule's book, and here's what we've been telling you guys in our coaching uh, from that experience. Here's what I've been telling literally millions of you, and this is the bottom line. 
he said that what he started to do, him and Mary and his wife, they started to pull out uh, 10% of every paycheck that they earned when they first got married. They got married about the same time that Julie and I got married. Julie and I got married in our very we were Julie was 20 and I was 21. I suppose that was one of the reasons he was interested in us because of the fact that we had some similarities to him. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, we have yet to share, share the similarity of being billionaires, but that's on the radar. <laughs> so we were talking to him, and um, he started saying, well, we started saving money. We started you know, peeling off money. We always, And then he started saying very specific things. He said what we would do is we would save the money first. He said, we would always have a stack of bills just like everybody else. We had no money when we got started. We have kids. We had boys and sons. I think he had three boys, has three boys. They're still around. And he uh, then he said what we started to do is we started – then we paid off all of our debt. He said we paid off our house. We had no bills. And then we started – we kept working. We kept earning money. And then he started buying and selling farmland in the Midwest. That's, he told me his whole story, so I got the whole thing. But for the sake of today's show, what I'm trying to pass along to you guys is that he did it from nothing. He basically told us what should have been common sense. You just save off the top of every check, and then that's what Julie and I started doing. And sure enough, guess what? It worked. You start saving a little bit. That little bit becomes a lot. You start paying off your debt, and then the money you earn goes to basically building wealth. And if you take that seriously and you do that deliberately and you do that with a plan and you force yourself to do it, Look, I have this great coaching client. His first name is Brandon. I know he's listening. I won't say his last name. And Brandon, like many of you guys, had been very reluctant to save. And so I challenged him. I said, Brandon, why don't you go ahead and start saving? I think it was 2500 bucks or 3500 bucks." And I said, you won't even feel it out of your cash flow. And he did it. Didn't even feel it out of his cash flow. Forced savings comes off every time, you know, that whole thing. Then I said, okay, why don't we raise it to five grand? And I think he's, that was his homework between this call and last call. And next I'm going to tell him, Brandon, here's an, your foreshadowing. In the next 90 days, I'm going to tell him to increase it to 10 grand every month. And then what happens, guys, is you, get, you become financially free. At the root, at the heart, at the very essence of why you got into this business, wasn't for the ego gratification, wasn't to form a team, wasn't to be famous, wasn't to be like one of our superstars and have your own Bravo TV show. You guys know we coach a lot of those guys. It wasn't any of those reasons. The reason was it's because you wanted to be financially free. You wanted to have passive income, but that's only going to come from what Jim Duvall told me and what I'm telling you. It's only going to come from deliberate savings. It, look, there's uh, uh, who, what's it, uh, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey basically, I think he may have met, talked to Jim Duvall as well, because what the financial plan that Jim rolled out for us that I learned from him that made him a billionaire is basically a lot of the same basic stuff you learn from Dave Ramsey. So if you guys don't have your own Jim Duvall billionaire that's whispering financial secrets in your ear randomly, <laughs> then I strongly encourage you to lock into Dave Ramsey. So this goes full circle to the, really what we're talking about on the podcast, which is profit. Profit doesn't happen on accident. And a lot of people believe that it does. Profit will only happen deliberately when you actually do it intentionally based on your savings. And furthermore, what's happened in our business is in the real estate industry is it really has become an absolute nonprofit business. We had uh, Steve Murray on. I talk about this frequently because it really validated all the things that we've been telling you. And he basically said that most real estate teams make 10% around before net ta before taxes. Most brokerages make between three and five percent uh, before taxes. The moral of the story is most people in this industry are not making enough net profit to ever hope to save enough money to essentially become financially free, i.e., rich. 
You guys get it? That's a huge mistake. It hasn't always been that way. That's something that's different in our industry uh, that's changed in really probably the past 15 years. Before, 20 years ago, you actually wasn't uncommon at all to run across a real estate agent that basically became a multi-multi-millionaire because the businesses had higher profit margins. But now we've become addicted to buying leads. We've become addicted to this, team, this religion of teams. All these other people that want to take your money that making you, making you believe that in order for you to be successful – in order for you to be competitive, you have to be doing this, doing the other thing. Guys, some of those things are true, but many of them aren't. And the ones that are true, you know what? You guys got to make sure you're aligning yourselves with the best of breed uh, service providers out there. Otherwise, you're just going to have frustrating experiences. You got to learn to do the work yourself, but along the way, force yourself to save. I know, so Julie talked about the other day, she talked about scarcity. Those of you guys who aren't saving, you need to do a real deep dive into your mindset about money. If you get money and you spend it right away, you have a scarcity issue because your belief is you won't have money tomorrow, so you might as well party it up today. Is that familiar? <laughs> I mean, Julie, how often do we run into coaching clients like that? Yeah, all the time, all the time. It's fleeting. And, you know, their, their common response is, well, you know, I'll, I will save when I get both sides of a big deal. You know, it's always – out there somewhere. I'm going to save when I finally get my listing inventory up or when I take a listing that I wouldn't normally have had, or I'll just save my referral fees. That, none of that is a plan. And I remember before the conversation with Jim Duvall, we didn't think that differently. You know, it'll come when we'll do a new deal. You know, you'll luck out. And how many agents only save after they peel money off for the marketing that they're trying, for the widget they're trying, you know, for something a seller talked them into, even though they know it's not going to work, they only save if and when there's something left. And that's why there's no savings for most people. So that, you know, our rule number four, your profit is your product. Getting really clear on that is the beginning of your wealth building actual plan. And that's not just, you know, quarterly when you find out what you owe on your taxes, oh, my God, I better save, which is how most agents, if they even are paying quarterly, right, that's a whole other can of worms. But it's important that you've got to recognize your daily schedule has to be based on profit. Don't wait until you have a panic attack. I don't have anything left. How am I going to pay taxes or whatever? You have to lead with profit always. It's one of our main tenets in our coaching, right? It's rule number four. The things you've got to act on daily have to lead to profit. So that's why we always go back to that list. What actually makes you money in real estate? Lead generation. And really, that is by far the number one thing on the list because the rest of the list won't actually happen without it. Pre-qualifying, negotiating, closing, um, and of course, lead follow-up. These are the things that make you money. And is your schedule filled with 90% of that? Or is it whatever happens you, to you today and putting out fires and, you know, an office meeting? You've got to lead with you profit. Have to do, that means you've got to lead your schedule with profitable items. Go ahead. Well, what Julie, one of the things that Julie talks about in the book, you know, she, and she, we talked about this in the podcast the other day, and it, this is what delivered it. So if you guys, you guys have a cell phone bill, right? Some of you guys have car leases. You have mortgage payments. You have, you know, bills that have to be paid. You have to pay them. It's not a choice. Or you're going to lose your car. Or you're going to lose your cell phone. Or you're going to lose your house. You guys see the difference? You see how bad is something has become a priority? But why isn't saving the same thing? <laughs> isn't that interesting? If you frame it like that and if you actually think it like that, that's what it took for us. 
I mean, back when we were in our early 20s, trust me, we didn't have any financial education. We didn't know what the hell to do. I mean, Julie's parents, God bless them, were school teachers, and they had a nice pension to look forward to. My parents, by the time they rounded the bend and they weren't working anymore, they didn't have any money. So, look, guys, the reality of it is is that if you're not intentionally saving, if you're not really seriously focused on doing that every day, you're not going to do it. You know, and I look, I have people that come to us in their 30s and their 40s, people that come to us in their 50s and their 60s, and it's very, very common for you guys to have absolutely no net worth. How can you not have rental properties? How can you not have net worth in a market like this? I know why, because right now some dude's calling you on your cell phone right now. He's on your caller ID. He's calling you trying to sell you leads. And boom, you're salivating like a dog, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, gosh, if I just spend $500 on leads, then I'll get five transactions. No, you won't. It won't happen. Oh, if I just buy those leads, then I, God, then I can continue to drive by those damn for sale by owners that I have to see every time I'm driving, you know, leaving my neighborhood every day. Does this sound familiar, guys? I know it does. So the reality well, and all of they have is, to hear is you have to buy it or somebody else in your zip code will. You know, so you there's a lot of that. of it all? Right. It's, it's no wonder you guys don't have any savings. It's because no one's telling you that the whole point of being in business for yourself is to have a profit. The whole point of being in a business and your product is your profit. Look, there's seminars going on all over the country right now, and I promise you, profit is not a conversation that's happening on any seminar across the country in Las Vegas, anywhere else. Nobody's talking about this stuff. Do you know why they're not talking about this stuff? Maybe it's because they don't really have an appreciation for the fact that you know, to be a real estate agent is hard work. To be successful is hard work. To accumulate money is hard work. And you know, maybe they don't really have your best interests in mind. You've got to really ask yourself, if you're going to go to a seminar and listen to someone speak, if they're not trying to tell you things that are going to make your life better like immediately, like practical, tactical things, what is their motivation? You know, guys, start being critical. I'm not cynical. Cynical means you won't take any action. But start being critical and start aligning yourself with what your true goals are and making sure your actions are following what your goals are. I know every single one of you, if I were to ask what your true motivation is in this business, if I'm in front of all 94,000 of you right now and I'm asking what's your true motivation in this business, a lot of you guys, you're going to say differing things, but what all of you guys are going to say, the essence of what you're going to say is your motivation is you want freedom. And I were to ask you then, and if I'm ever in front of you, this is probably a conversation we'll have, then I'll say to you, well, what does freedom mean to you? And then you're going to define it the same way as everyone else has always defined it, the same way, frankly, that I define it. Freedom is waking up in the morning and not having to worry about money. Freedom is basically when you know your money is working for you and you no longer have to work for your money, the definition of rich. Freedom is basically having the option of not doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You guys get it? That's freedom. That's the freedom that you seek. That's the freedom. That's the real core essence reasons why 99% of you got into real estate, not just to pay your bills or get by or win some damn award or have your broker throw you a, you know, give you recognition at the next office party. All that bullshit is just ego stuff. Break free of the addiction to needing other people to say you're great and become great. If you don't have the successful that you, it, success you want to have in life, and if you don't, it's because you haven't earned it yet. The way you earn it is basically by helping enough people accomplish their goals. Guys, the formula that you're looking for is right in front of you intuitively. The reason we resonate with so many of you is because intuitively you know what we're saying is true. Right? You don't feel like you're being sold anything. You're more being reminded of things that you already in- intuitively know. Isn't that interesting? So, guys, listen. Take action on what we're asking you to do. 
focus. If you need help, ask for a free coaching call. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're on your mobile phone, we're setting this up, we're testing it, just text the word coaching to 24587. Text the word coaching to 24587 and you will get a call back immediately for one of our new member coaches. And just by texting the word coaching to 24587, you're going to get a copy of our Real Estate Treasure Map, which is one of our books, the book that frankly most people, you know, it's their business plan. It's your fill-in-the-blank business plan and that's what you and the new member coach will be focusing on. So look, guys, some of you are motivated. Some of you are excited. Some of you are saying, yeah, you're speaking my language. I get it. I, you know, I want to get to the point where I am rich, where my money works for me, and I no longer have to work for my money. I'm looking for a path to get there. Chances are we're your path. So look, guys, text the word coaching to 24587. Uh, and also, don't. Uh, you can also go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Remember, if you, with texting, messages and data rates do apply. So if you guys need us for anything, you can always email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.